This is the Unlimited Life Podcast with Zara Mahoon and Aaron McKenzie. Zara has been a teacher of Law of Attraction for over 10 years, and Aaron is an avid student. Zara has authored 12 books that are published around the world. She also coaches and mentors people online and across the globe. Together, Zara and Aaron will share ideas, questions, strategies, and methods on how to use Law of Attraction to improve every area of your life. From relationships to health to money and business, we will be covering it all. We want people to come away from this podcast feeling good. We want our listeners to leave with a feeling of hope and inspiration on all subjects. We want to give people simple and tangible strategies that they can use to allow their unlimited lives to unfold. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Unlimited Life Podcast with Zara Mahoon and Aaron McKenzie. Today, we are going to talk about something really exciting that I think all of us have experienced, which is overthinking, which relates to worry and anxiety. So today, we are going to talk about overthinking, what is overthinking, and what can we do to stop overthinking? How do we deal with it? And I'm really excited because today, one of my lifelong best friends, Krista Fisher, is going to be joining us and she will be asking Zara and I questions about overthinking. So let's get started. Hi, everyone. Hello, I'm so excited. Hi, Krista. Nice Hello. to meet you. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. All right. So overthinking, my goodness. All A personalities, present company, included that's all of us here all three of us yes all of us here especially those who call themselves a types we are overthinkers and we are control freaks <laughs> and, and, and we are overthinkers because we are control freaks because we really really want things to go the way we want them to and so our mind goes into overdrive trying to control the situation and what we forget is that we don't have control over everything. The only thing we really control is our actions and our thoughts. We don't control other people. Not directly, but you know, you don't. You can elicit the response you want from other people once you start understanding law of attraction and how it works. But I'm thinking back to when I used to be that A-type person going round and round in circles all day. I used to call myself a, a wind up toy. You know, you wind it up, it's full of energy when it starts off and then it winds down and then it's all spent. That was me. I used to be all spent at the end of the day and I felt as if I didn't achieve as much as I would like to have done. And all of that changed for me when I started understanding how energy works and that we actually draw to us all the results that come. And if we stop trying to have control over those things that are uncontrollable, we can actually accomplish a lot more. So you have to, once you understand that, so the first thing is to understand that you're going round and round in circles because you're trying to control things that you have zero control over. Why even try? It's like, Krista, let me ask you a question. When it is pouring, when it is really, really raining, 
Do you just accept that or do you try and turn the rain off? I try to turn the rain off, right? You want to try to do something to, when's it going to stop? When can I go back outside, right? But you have no control, right? So we do that kind of thing to us, ourselves, with respect to stuff that's happening in my life. I'm going to see that person and I wonder what they are thinking about me just now. I'm going to see that person and what are they going to say to me? Maybe they'll see this, maybe they'll say this, maybe they'll say this, maybe they'll say this. And we cook up thousands of probabilities in our heads. And we didn't have to waste all of that energy. If we had not done that, we wouldn't feel spent. We'd be able to use that energy to accomplish something. So this morning, I'm really, I like the analogy you just used. This morning while I was waiting for Krista to arrive, I started having thoughts about what some people are thinking about me and why they're doing the things they're doing. Right after I had that thought, this came to me. I said, so Aaron, let's say you wanted to fly. Let's say I wanted to just go outside my house and start flying. So I start flapping my arms. That's impossible. So me trying to figure out what these people are thinking about me, I might as well go outside and flap my arms until I take off off the ground. I can't figure it out. There's no way for me to know what is going on. So why would I use any of my precious energy to accomplish something that cannot be accomplished? It, it, it doesn't make sense. It does make oh. sense. And so, so that, but that's the problem. You see, we are supposed to use our minds for logic, but we don't. When, when we go into that overdrive mode, overthinking, becoming overwhelmed, we're not using our, our mind properly. We're not using it for what it is meant to be used for. And when you use something incorrectly, what happens? You don't get good results, do you? But that's exactly what we do with our mind. We use it for things that we are not supposed to use it for. I can't agree more, right? And we make up scenarios that, you know, quite possibly exactly. don't exist. Like, you know, for me, it's a lot of times whenever you're leaving, uh, meeting somebody, right? Or you're going to maybe meet someone in a relationship and then you're like, well, what did they think, you know, immediately after? And it's like, hey, maybe they just thought that it was a great time, but you stew up all these things and then you panic and start over messaging. So like, what do you suggest in moments like that? In moments like that, in moments like that, what you have to do is stop because you realize what you're doing to yourself. You absolutely understand what you're doing. You know that you're doing something that is not going to lead anywhere. So I always say this, and I'm going to say it maybe for the couple of thousandth time, stop. Just stop right in your tracks because nobody is going to come and stop you because nobody can get into your head. And really nobody else has the responsibility to do that for you either. So you have to do it for yourself. You have to tell yourself stop and then actually stop and breathe because breathing, breathing automatically slows down the thinking process automatically, because that's just how we are wired. So stop, breathe, 
and then divert your attention to something else. And when I say divert your attention to something else, I mean actually think about something else because you can be looking at something that's right in front of your nose, but you're not thinking about it. You're looking at this thing that's in front of your nose, but you're thinking about something else. Don't do that. Just stop and put all your focus, become mindful. In moments like that, I do feel like my thinking, you know, takes over, right? And it's almost like an autopilot where it's just thoughts and thoughts and thoughts, and I don't know how to stop. It is autopilot, and it's just a habit. When you start understanding that the reason you can't stop thinking the way you're thinking is because you have what I call a thought addiction. Just like someone who consumes a substance and becomes addicted to the substance, they can't stop. What do we do to them? If they really want to stop, what do they have to do? They have to lock themselves up in a room and get rid of the substance. So the same philosophy applies to the thoughts that are coming in your head the problem is I can't take your brain out of your body and lock it up in a room for three days. So you literally have to, when I say, tell yourself to stop, you literally have to shout those words at yourself in your head. Stop it. Because there is no other way. Once you stop yourself, then there are ways to correct your behavior, but you cannot, it's like, if you, have you ever driven a stick shift car? Yes. Have you? So then you know that if the car is going in reverse, you first have to bring it to a stop, then put it into neutral and go to gear, first gear. You can't go from reverse to fourth gear forward. But that's what you're asking me. You're saying, Zara, I'm going in reverse in my head because I'm thinking thoughts I should not be thinking. Show me something that I don't have to stop, but I can go to fourth gear forward. And I'm gonna say, sorry, that's just not gonna happen. You have to bring yourself to a stop. And the only way you can do it is there are only two ways. Either you have someone stuck to you, stuck at your hip, like I've been stuck at Aaron's hip. <laughs> she, re she really has, but. Right, because he reaches out to me. And I kick him when he's going in the wrong direction. Unless you have a friend that you can reach out to who kicks your butt every time and you also, go the wrong way. Also a friend who is not empathic. Yes. Well, exactly, because I don't feel bad about kicking his butt. <laughs> Good job, right? <laughs> you, can't, you, can't, you can't kick your friend and, and then feel bad about kicking them. You do it because it's good for them. So okay. either you have a friend who does it for you or you have to do it for yourself. I don't care what sort of friend you have, but there is no friend in the world that's going to be with you 24 hours a day and know what's going on in your head. So you do have to do the work yourself. And the main thing is if you keep telling yourself that you can't do it, then you will not be able to do it. The first thing is to say, my thoughts consume me, but now I'm learning the tools and I am going to be in control. Because if you keep saying, I can't control my thoughts, I can't control my thoughts, I can't control my thoughts, then you cannot control your thoughts. 
So I want to I want to say something here really quick and bring up Zara. One thing that I love, love, love that I've learned from you is this is the kind of work that we do in private or as you just mentioned with someone that can help us. So when we have when our thoughts are spinning towards worry or frustration or anger especially if those thoughts are concerning someone that we're very close to or anyone really that is the time that it's really important to stop and don't act or communicate with any of these people from that place of worry and panic when we are low on the emotional scale that is the time that we stop Absolutely. and we can say like I wish I would have done this recently. I wish I would have said, "Hey guys, I love you all so much. I need to take some time for myself." So and learning to just like control it and practicing the pause, right? And taking right. a step away. Because because if we act as you, Krista and I and Zara, I'm sure we've all experienced this. If we act from that place we will be creating exactly what we're afraid of and what we do. That's right. We create the opposite of what we want. I want to point out to, uh, to you, Krista, especially because you have a cat and I've always had animals in the house. You'll notice that when an animal is hurt, they, they go away. They want to be on their own. And that is because that's the natural way of doing things is if you're not feeling good, Get yourself away from the environment. That's or we could call that. get yourself away from the triggers. Yes. Right. Exactly. Pull yourself and, away and regroup and have some time to collect that's your right. thoughts before you do anything. Right. I heal. Heal. Yes. Heal yourself because you have to understand wow, yeah. one thing. The biggest thing you need to understand is whatever is happening to you is happening in response to the way you were thinking and feeling. You created it. And no one else is responsible for changing it except you, which means you've got to take a step back from it, go away, breathe, do some thinking work, change the way you're feeling, change your perspective, and then, then engage again. And, you know, I guess also with the thoughts, right, you know, us type A people then when we're not engaging, then we feel bad, right? When we're ignoring these people. So what do you suggest on that front when we're stepping away? But that's just because we've got a set way of, we've, we've taught, we've learned, we believe that that is the case. We believe that that is the case, but it's not. Some beliefs are worth giving up. They're, they are not empowering. They are not going to help us get a positive outcome. So we just have to give up those. We have to understand that that belief is actually hurting us. It's not helping me. I've got right. to stop myself from doing that. And we can't be the best person to anyone in our lives if we're not stable within ourselves, right? So Absolutely. Learning that we have Absolutely. Absolutely. What a wonderful discussion. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Krista, thank you so much for this amazing question. I know that this is something a lot of people are trying to figure out because there are so many people out there who think that their thoughts are controlling them. But in reality, what we need to do is to start controlling our thoughts. And that the first step 
to doing that as a summary of what we've discussed is to start saying to yourself, I can do it. I can control the way I think my thoughts. I can do it. That is number one. The second is when you feel that those thoughts are coming and you're feeling overwhelmed, you have to stop because it's momentum. It's past momentum that you need to break. If a car is going in the wrong direction, you've got to bring it to a stop. So you have to tell yourself, I'm going in the wrong direction. I got to apply the brakes. Stop. And the thing that helps that stop is breathing. When you breathe, it automatically reduces the speed at which you're thinking your thoughts. First, you've got to stop. So you stop. Whatever it was that was overwhelming you, stop. Breathe. And then shift your attention to something else. That something else can be sitting and doing some thinking. Or it can be some cardio or other exercises. There are tons of exercises. You pick whatever works for you. You pick your favorite ones that come easy to you. I call it having a fire drill for your mind, having it handy, right? So that you don't have to try and figure out what to do. You already know what to do and you just go there and you do it. It takes less than five minutes and you will be in a completely different place. And that's all you need to do. And then we'll get into, I, I know that Erin is full of questions and I know we'll get into another episode where we'll talk about all the strategies that we can use in order to shift the direction of our thought and start going in a positive direction. Thank you so much for joining us this week on the Unlimited Life podcast. Zara and I were happy to have you here. I will put in the show notes more resources for you to refer to. Also, we invite any questions you may have for us. You can go to unlimitedlifepodcast.com. There is a simple form on there for you to submit your questions to us, and we will answer those questions in one of our upcoming episodes. My personal greatest suggestion for all of you is to check out Zara's Unlimited 40-Day Law of Attraction workbook on Amazon. This book has improved my life in more ways than I can describe. Thank you, everyone, and we will see you next week. The hosts and participants of the Unlimited Life podcast, collectively referred to as podcasters, do not dispense any form of medical or psychological advice or prescribe the use of any technique as a form of treatment for physical emotional or medical problems without the advice of a physician, either directly or indirectly. The intent of the podcasters is to offer information of a general nature to help you in your search for emotional and spiritual well-being. If you apply any of the techniques offered in the episodes offered as part of the podcast, the podcasters assume no responsibility for your actions and your results.